Hey, welcome to Razzle Dazzle, a podcast about video games and pop culture with an emphasis on our favorites. All right, it's Razzle Dazzle time. I'm your host, Jerry. I'm Patrick. That's the song guy, Joe. Hello, hello. Wait, it's Wednesday? What? What? What are... This is, like, so bizarre. Listen, guys, you thought you were done this week with Earth, Wind, and Fire? No, sorry, Bob. And who the heck is Bob? Today is Wednesday, September 23rd. And guess what's so special about today? Uh, it's a Wednesday. They've probably read the title. Nah, no, they didn't. Uh, according to Patrick, nobody reads the descriptions. Oh, well, the descriptions, but the title did <laughs> But nobody. this could be a situation where somebody who's listening, if they're driving, yeah, the, yeah. one of the, the one of the episodes just ended and it's automatically playing the True. next episode. True. Uh, and they're driving, so they can't look at the title, so they're really waiting for us to tell them what we're talking. Are about. Are we gonna like never keep, about that. keep like help you drive safe there? Keep folks. them hanging on. Um, we, like, or should we just tell them? We'll give them a few more seconds. Okay. Uh, make sure to use your turning signal. Hey, you make sure. Hey, you're, you just ran through that stop sign, dude. What's wrong with you? You gotta stop. Unforgivable. It's okay. I'm calling the cops. Because today we're talking about (laughs) Nintendo's birthday. Happy birthday to the big N Nintendo. Oh my gosh. You know how old they are? Uh, I know Mario's 35 years old. The company of Nintendo started in the 1860s. No. As a card company. 1889. Ah. They are 131 years old. And yes, you're right. They did start as a trading card company. Then they evolved into toys and stuff. Then they involve, uh, evolved to video games, things that we all love. 20 years off. Oh, well. Yeah, 20, yeah that's true. That's true. But, you know, if we're going to go, like, quick little quick little trivia, uh, Nintendo, a lot of people really, like, a lot of people tend to think that um, Pac-Man is the first video game character ever. But in reality, in reality, it's from a certain ball. point of view, no, it's not. <laughs> it is... Mr. Game & Watch. Mr. Game & Watch came out, or the Game & Watch, excuse me, came out a month before Pac-Man did. But technically, Mr. Game & Watch wasn't one character. He was lots of characters. It's still a character. True. So, where, yeah, Pac- Pac-Man was technically the first video game character, but really it was Mr. Game & Watch because the Game Watch, yeah, it's a, it's a month. Nintendo beat them by a month. But you and can say, like, the Space Invader little things are characters no, as well. No. They don't have names. No. Yeah, they're, they're not, like, a single thing. The Space Invaders are, like, the entire species. That's not a character. Aww. You know? But anyways, that's a little fun fact for you. Nintendo, thank you so much. If you're listening, if anybody in Nintendo's listening, which I doubt, but I <laughs> hope. I hope. Nintendo, thank you so much for sparking joy for over 131 years or for just for 131 years and continuing to do so to this day. But what if it's some Nintendo PR guy who's listening who just got hired like yesterday? Hey man, you had just got one of the best jobs in the entire world, dude. You should be proud and thankful to be working at Nintendo. That's my <laughs> dream. That is my dream. You know, I don't care what I am Nintendo. I could be the freaking janitor. I'll be more than happy to be working at Nintendo. As long as I get my foot in the door, you know? I don't care. I don't care. So how do we want to, like, go about this? You know, do we want to talk about, like, our favorite Nintendo memories? Well, let's refresh our minds. Some of the biggest uh, Nintendo games by looking at specifically a game that I have prepared where I look at some of the biggest Nintendo games, scroll through Metacritic to find bad reviews, (laughs) and tell them to you, and you have to guess the game. I love this game already. I, I had to scroll through Metacritic for some of these. All right. First one. Uh, this one is, it's a very bad game, like the rims in a Cressetta 1980 or the gearbox of a Suburban. Whoa. What the heck does I that assume that mean? mean I, listen, the way oh. these reviews are written by these people make no sense. Exactly. But I'm going <laughs> to try to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to say like Mario Kart because yeah, it's what cars. I was I'm probably wrong. You got a word right, so I'll give it to you. It's actually Super Mario Galaxy. <sighs> that doesn't make... Is there cars in that So game? there's going to be a trend in this game, and I'll already explain it. A lot of these reviews are baseless. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, so we're just crapshooting here. <laughs> Basically. But you just got to think of the most... Kind of like if you were around and paying attention to the community when these games came out, you can kind of get some of them. 
So, for example, this one. I really hated this game. I gave it a three because of the pretty good graphics, but that's it. Too kitty-like. That's Nintendo. That's Animal Crossing. That's Nintendo, period. Animal Crossing, question mark? Not Animal Crossing. There was was one Nintendo game that got heavy criticism because it diverted from the style to a more kiddish style. Wind Waker. Yeah. The Legend of Zelda The Wind Waker. Look, I am going to fight somebody. Look, The Legend of Zelda The Wind Waker is one of the most greatest... Zelda games, it's period. It is beautiful, has an open world, which you know we haven't seen before kind of. in a Zelda game. I mean, like open sea type yeah. thing. You can explore wherever the frick you want, right? And not only did um, does it start a new timeline, you know, it's, just, it's the start of a new timeline, but it, 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 it sets so much for uh, the games forward. And and yeah, it, it, it's following up Twilight Princess, like the, the one of the edgiest, quote-unquote edgiest, uh, Zelda games, period. But Nintendo was like, listen, if you can't accept us at our best, then you don't deserve us at our worst. You know? <laughs> no, but I th- what I think but, it was is just Nintendo. Like, they're doing something. It's Nintendo. They do yeah. stuff differently. They take risks. Yeah. And that's one thing that I love about Nintendo. Like, they don't care. That's fair. They yeah. don't care. They, they want to make sure that the experience is great yeah, for all gamers to and, enjoy. And it's like it's always like weird, funny concepts, but I'll get into that after okay. this game because I don't want to bounce around too much. Uh, so next up we have uh, Everywhere, new things to discover. Amazing story and wonder-shown graphics. Thanks, Nintendo. This can be the best game ever if the DLC are the last two present. Uh, this is a zero review. This person gave it a zero. zero. Oh. Pokemon? Sword and Shield? No. DLC. Which of Nintendo's games have DLC? Uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild. That's it. What? <gasps> Excuse me? Everywhere, new things to discover, amazing story, and wonder shown graphic. Thanks, uh-huh. Nint- uh, in, I think that's German. Uh-huh. Uh, thanks, Nintendo. This can be the best game ever if the DLC of the last two present. So do you think this person just doesn't understand the star system? Or just like... Wait, well, Metacritic does, Metacritic does 0 through 10. And it okay. gives you like a color, like green, yellow, red. Based I don't. On oh. I don't understand what they mean about the DLC. What are they complaining about? Uh, I, I don't understand either. Like it's <laughs> it's prozent, like P R O Z E N T. I think it's a different language. Maybe they're saying that Breath of the Wild would be a perfect game if the DLC. Maybe if it was like after the ending of the story, maybe that's what they wanted. That is so. Dumb in so many ways. I don't know. But anyway, yeah. So these are bad. These are bad reviews for some of Nintendo's best games. Maybe so red means mind. good in Germany. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, all right. Next one. No, I cannot say goodbye, Halo. You stupid moron. Where is the multiplayer biznotch? Where is the game of year award? The game is incredible, but nothing compared to the classics like Grand Theft Auto 3, Vice City, or Halo. But really, the only problem with this game is the controls are weird. Great game. The zero is is just to get the attention of the idiot who said it was better than Halo. Metroid? Specific one, but yes, Metroid. Prime? I I understand. What? Which which version? GameCube or Wii? Uh, I think this was Wii. What? That makes sense. The Wii makes no. Prime. It was GameCube. It was GameCube. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, because they, uh, I cut out a bit of it, but he was complaining about the weird controls on the. That GameCube makes sense. Controller. Okay, never mind. That that's fair. It's, uh, it's, a, it's a phenomenal game, but yeah. it, as we said in our Metroid episode, hashtag. Uh, understand? He said the game is great, except for the controls are weird. Exactly. He gave he gave the he gave the game a three. Right. <laughs> he would, right. he just wants to give it a low review so it can be seen. So like the so Halo it, angry feet. It would yeah, bring yeah. down the average. Right. Uh, all right. I love that. Uh, and then last one. Uh, one of my personal favorite video games ever. Um, I'm not sure why everyone likes this game, but I think it's something to do with them casual players with items on every match. Super if you're Smash a true Brothers Smash Ultimate. Bros. player, oh, you wow. despise this game. If you want a better fighting game, play Street Fighter or any other Smash game. Oh I personally God. recommend Melee and Wii U 3DS versions. Dude, what if it's do. a curveball and it's not Smash? It's like... <laughs> <laughs> Yoshi's Island or something. That'd be a hell of a curveball. That'd be good. This Ultimate? One, this one's Super Smash Bros. Brawl. Brawl? Wait a second. How, how are you going to review Brawl after uh, Smash 4 came out? I, yeah. What? Uh, yeah. But also, like, in, in this review, I cut out the portion because it would be very uh, kind of direct. He was complaining about Meta Knight and Ice Climbers because Ice Climbers have an infinite and oh, Meta Knight yeah. is... Brawl Meta Knight, which was literally the most broken thing in any vi- fighting game ever. But then, like, at the same time, he says, 
like he'd recommend the Wii U 3DS version, but Wii U 3DS version had Bayonetta, who was also one of the most unbalanced characters in Smash Bros. <laughs> so I just don't understand where this person was coming from. But that's the game. I love that. <laughs> okay. Good game. We're going to go from people talking smack about Nintendo to why they are wrong. I There's this <laughs> one guy I agree with. What? Nintendo controls are very strange. Nintendo con- controllers? The controls. controls. The For controls a lot of their general. games. Like oh, Luigi's Mansion games are always finicky. Mm. Uh, Luigi's Mansion 3 kind of fixed it a little bit, but it's still hard to control. Um, uh, Metroid games are all, at least for GameCube controllers, are the worst to control. Okay, but see, that. Okay, they they improved upon it in the Wii version. Go check out our Metroid well, yeah, episode they, and figure that out. Did they do motion controls for that one? Yes. Yeah, so that's the thing. Another peop- a lot of people don't like motion controls. I well, gave them a pat in the back. They tried it. It was a flop, but yeah, at least they tried. They, they try things. They just try flops. The Wii a flop? Excuse me. The do we, Wii do we is still one have of the, that kind of motion controls today. The Switch has some gyro controls, but, but they give yeah. they give you the option to not do motion controls in a lot yeah. of their games because yeah. a lot of people just don't. Now you're more precise when you don't have motion controls, and I think a lot of people like that precision. Like Breath of the okay, Wild, that's fine. Breath of the Wild, I saw a lot of people getting angry. Like, what? When I'd watch my friends play because they would miss their arrows a lot because I use a motion control for an advantage. When it comes to aiming my bow and arrow in Breath of the Wild, see, like that's how I get more precise. Yeah, but some people just want it on the control stick because they yeah. they they grow up playing games with controllers. Sure, sure, and then sure. That's the thing, and then like the Pro Controller, it has motion controls in it. So if somebody's using a Pro Controller because they don't want motion controls and they're aiming an arrow and suddenly they miss just by barely because they went like that. Okay, then just turn it off. It's not that big of a deal. Just turn that's, it off. Uh, yeah, I also they they motion controls were not perfect. No, of course but not. But they were pretty good. And sometimes you could have fun making fun of their flaws. Like, I like Mario Party because of how ruthless that game is. It takes and it takes. And sometimes when you're playing, especially on the Wii versions, you could do exactly what they say with your Wii remote. Uh, It just wouldn't work. No, I, I had a... <laughs> that's just fair. would not go. That's fair, Me and my but. friends would play uh, Mario and Sonic the Olympic Games a lot uh, growing up, and oh boy, people would get mad whenever they were clearly putting in more work <laughs> and lose by a lot. Because like, it'd be like the racing games where you get the, the controller and nunchuck and you just do running motion with your arms. Mm. And they would do it so fast that the motion controls wouldn't register mm. and they would be going super slow in the thing. And what, So they would see that and instead of slowing down because they see themselves going slow, they would go faster which would mess up the motion controls even more and they would end up getting like super last place even though they're like sweating by the end of it. I love that. See, okay. But I love motion controls. I, I will say that of course, it's not a perfected art. You know, oh, it, it's it's not it's not perfect. Of course not. Everything has its flaws. But one thing Nintendo does better than any other video game company, they take risks. They innovate ways to play games, ways to experience games. They bring in new things that nobody has ever tried before. The Wii, one of the most perfect examples, because at that time. What what did, what else did we had the PlayStation Three? The, the, that was the PS Three and Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty. Okay, yeah. and right. if you look at sales around that time, the Wii knocked them out of the water. Knocked them out of the freaking water, dude. Nintendo has this thing where they they really care about how uh, people experience and play their games because a lot of other companies they're they're just like cash grabs or. Hey, we have all these other new features, mm. all this technical stuff, but they don't really focus on the main thing that is getting them uh, their 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 money. I guess the video games, Nintendo, that's priority one. Sometimes. 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 Such as Pokemon. What about Pokemon? Two two games every, every now it used to be red blue, then mm-hmm. yellow the sister game. We had that with uh, gold and silver okay. and crystal. Okay. Uh, you go all the way to Gen 4. Platinum. Uh, uh, Diamond and Pearl. Platinum. And Platinum. Mm-hmm. That was the last sister game to ever make. And now okay. there's two for each. Okay. Black two, black, <laughs> black one, black two. Black, white one, white two. Uh-huh. It's, it's not making like... Platinum was the best of both worlds. You know what I'm saying? The culmination of both of those games made perfect. And since that one game sold a lot... Why would we make one when we could make two and double our profits? Cha-ching, cha-ching. They're also big. Sword and shield. Wait, they're on, also, they're also kind of big on killing emulators. 
Uh, of course, Nintendo is very. Uh, they they hold on to their products because it's their thing. They're, yes. It's exclusive to them. Yes, because and no. because there's it's a, theirs. Well, yeah, I understand that, but when it's games that you clearly have no intention of remastering, uh, most people can't get access to like GameCube games. It, it, it's it's harmless to let people get emulators for those games. Is if it? Those get smacked. Well, Are you sure about that? If, if anything, it promotes Nintendo more. Imagine someone who's never played any Nintendo games, and they want to play uh, Super Mario Sunshine as their first Nintendo game, right? Well, they don't have a GameCube, easy, so they get they get free access to it from an emulator. They play that. They love it. What's a similar game? Well, they got a, a Mario Odyssey's on the Switch. It's kind of a similar game. And then all of a sudden, boom, they buy a Switch, buy an Odyssey, and it ends up helping Nintendo. Does it? Look, see... For, for you to say that they clearly have no intention on remastering a game, that's clearly false because we don't know what Nintendo's doing. For example, another Metroid 2 remake, remember that um, emulator or whatever it was? That is a fan-made game. They took that down because they remade, remade, remastered whatever Metroid 2. Sunshine? They just announced a port. Well, Sunshine was just like a... We never know what they're going to do because they're always... Uh, doing something new, doing something different. Nintendo's you might not, not be hearing. Master Pikmin one and two. We may not know what they're doing now, but they're always doing. They're always planning something big behind the scenes. And let me just clarify in saying, I love Pokemon. I love every yeah, single uh, game. Let's, let's talk about I, that. I, I, do, I don't know what you mean though. They remade Ru- Ruby and Sapphire. Mm-hmm. They did not make remake Emerald. But we had the Delta episode for both of those games. Yeah. Why would I wanted them to remake Emerald? Because that's the best of Ruby and Sapphire. They wanted to double their profits, so they just made those two. You should probably stop complaining about Nintendo. <laughs> Happy birthday, Nintendo! Happy birthday, I'm, Nintendo! Okay, but like, I, I don't understand. You want that middle? Those yes, middle games? I love those sister games. Okay. I loved Emerald. I loved Platinum. Okay. I want those but back. You, all right, that's fair. If, like, if Sword and Shield had a sister game, I don't know, Pokemon Bow. Spear. Pokemon Gun. Um, Pokemon Gun. <laughs> then I'd buy that easily. But now with but, the okay, two, hold on, hold on, I hold feel on. obligated to get both. But you're, Okay. So usually when it comes to the middle games for Pokemon, they come X amount of time after the yeah. original release. You're, you're willing to so wait that could, long? Yes. So okay. they could perfect it. Okay. You know, That's fair. The art style between Pearl and Platinum was way different. Okay. And I appreciated those subtle improvements. Right. All right. I mean, hey, Nintendo may not have a <laughs> similar uh, not a philosophy uh, compared to compared to you know PlayStation, Microsoft, whatever. But you got to give credit to where credits due. You do. What I what I like about Nintendo is that they are innovative, which yeah. is like uh, one of my, always changing. One of my business friends loves saying that like the the market thrives on innovation or whatever. Uh, I don't know what the phrase specifically is, but like. Nintendo gets that on point because they're willing to try new things. And sure, things flop, but even some things even flop that are good. Like Captain Toad kind of flopped, but like it's a great game. Yeah, um, it's charming, and it's 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 like its own little thing. And uh, some people even say it's like the most it's it's the best uh, representation of like the ice climber style of games. Okay. Um, but the, they innovate in everything. They innovated it in, in their Zelda games. Every single Zelda game is like this different way they of bring playing something new. Playing Zelda. Every single Mario game is a different way of playing Mario. That's true. Like Mario 64 is 3D. Everyone's like, whoa, 3D Mario. That game I- defined the 3D platforming genre now. Yeah, exactly. And then uh, and then Sunshine comes out, and then he gets like a little water jetpack, and it's in this mm-hmm. tropical style. And at first everyone's like, eh, and then everyone plays, and they're like, whoa. It's a great freaking game. And then game. Mario Galaxy comes out, and they're in space. Gravity And then stuff. Odyssey comes out, and he's got a hat. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, it's like, that's this, a big thing. It's this weird, innovative, like, we're switching things up. We're not just going to release the same Mario game, with the exception of exactly. Super Mario Galaxy 2. But then, like, that one was its own in a way. It's a sequel. Yeah. It's a sequel, you know, it's whatever. It's a, se- it's a sequel, but it was also its own thing. We got Yoshi in that one. We got new power-ups. I yeah. mean, they're still brand new things. Yeah, and um, and I think everyone just loved Galaxy enough to where it... I think Galaxy is uh, Nintendo's best single-player game. Um, one thing I'm going to say... Not Luigi's Mansion? Luigi's Mansion, it's fun. It's a great game. But it's not... It's not for everyone. It's... It didn't get me feeling like I did when I played Mario Galaxy the first time. 
And when I go back and play Luigi's Mansion, it doesn't give me the same feeling as when I go back and play Mario Galaxy. When That's I go fair. back and play Mario They're Galaxy... They're two completely separate games. I'm like, man, why did I stop playing this game? Because <laughs> it's... Like, I don't know the last time either of you played Mario Galaxy. Because mm-hmm. I, I have a Wii, uh, my Wii at my house, mm-hmm. and I've been playing it on and off every other month. And, oh my gosh, you play it more and more, and you're just like, man... I miss this. I wish. I really wish Odyssey was like Galaxy, because because uh, what they do is they have so many different worlds. So it brings so many different. Every time you play a level, it's different. Like you're doing different things. Like um, uh, in one set of worlds, you have one where you're going through like a desert area and you have to deal with quicksand or fast moving sand or whatever and then in like a few levels later you're dealing with the icy hot area where everything where you're playing one level and it's just shack. cold and ice <laughs> and there's shack um and then another and then literally the level in that same world immediately after it's just hot stuff and then the third level you got ice and hot and it's ah so fun if you want it to be like galaxy just play galaxy Oh yeah, I, I mean, I mean, but well, it's not Galaxy. They don't rehash things. But I mean, what what I meant by that is just the thing I I had with Odyssey is just at some it, there's not as much variance in the game. Sure, but at the same time, it's like there's not as much variance, but there's more depth in each idea, which is kind of a trade off. Uh, I wasn't personally a fan of that trade off, but like a lot of people were, so I don't blame it. And there's a give and take when it comes to a new game. Yeah, exactly. One one thing that I love about uh, Nintendo's Philosophy, I guess, right? Uh, the late Satoru Iwata, when he, when they were, um, I, I think it was at a conference re- uh, announcing the Wii or something. I don't remember exactly, but he he has this quote, a um, famous quote that that really like shows what Nintendo's about in a way. Satoru Iwata says, "On my business card, I'm a corporate president." In my mind, I'm a game developer, but in my heart, I'm a gamer. That just shows that. Even at the time, even when Satoru Iwata was still alive, he was still the president of Nintendo. That just shows that even the highest corporate suits understands what it is to be a gamer. It understands their audience, you know? Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like the like the Reggie every like how Reggie was so relatable to exactly. everyone because he, he I mean he literally like it was kind of jokes but Reggie. like you could tell that's what he wanted to do. Like he like, knows at the end of, and loves his audience. There's the end of the direct where he's like, "All right, that's all the time I have. I have to go <laughs> play Animal Crossing." Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, oh, man. Exactly. He's he's such a character. Meme I love him. lord. Hey, the Reginator, the Reginator is it's probably one of the best um uh, Nintendo presidents ever. He, he was for America. Now we have Doug Bowser. Doug Bowser. Bowser. His last name is Bowser. What? How more perfect can you get? <laughs> All we need now is is somebody named Mario Mario. This is Mario Mario. Working there, you he know. He needs to marry someone named Peach. Yeah, he needs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, well, I was gonna. Oh yeah, I was in the when you were talking about just kind of Nintendo, Nintendo people and their how they're focusing on games. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a there's another one where it's a Miyamoto quote, mm-hmm. and I don't know exactly how it goes. <laughs> ah, yes. So this is, so this is like a quote that I live by, or it's a it's a Shigeru Miyamoto, and he's. Uh, I think that inside the inside every adult is the heart of a child. We just gradually convince ourselves that we have to act more like adults. Mm. Like when I when I first saw that quote by Miyamoto, I was like, man. This guy, this guy knows people, and this guy likes video games. Yeah. <laughs> this guy, this guy likes entertainment. Is what I, is what I got from it. And he's, cause I mean, dude, when I when I talk about video games to someone like, uh, uh, I I go to church, and it, it just when you go to church in general, you have a lot of older people, and I get along with them great. But then when I go to talk about video games, like I kind of get it's not scornful looks, but it's kind of like detached looks, right? Like they're not. Like video games or something else, and even as, even like people in their thirties at my church are just don't re- don't really like games. And like I'll be talking about games, and I'll be giddy talking about it like a kid, and I get this kind of like detachedness where they they kind of I don't want to say they feel above it, but they certainly just don't can't relate to it because yeah. they, it's it's almost as if they grew up thinking like oh that's for kids. Like they even talk about like oh yeah I used to play these games. Those games used to be fun, mm-hmm. and it's like but like I think deep inside everyone really like. Like you, if you if you put like a grown man who played video games when he was like twelve mm-hmm. back on that. 
Throw him he's back gonna on have that the time of his cube. life. He's gonna love it. He's gonna have the time because of his life. Because they're fun. A big old nostalgia trip going right there, you know. Yeah, and I think and I think Nintendo, Nintendo's able to capture that perfectly with their yes. games too because their their games still have the same feeling as they go. They get that better. True. They they get better in terms of like graphics and even gameplay uh, and stuff like that. But they like they're able to kind of capture the same feeling when you're playing a game like like of of awe at times like when you're playing odyssey and you go mm-hmm. in the, go into that like deep hole mm-hmm. and then you suddenly find yourself in this huge cavern yeah and you're like whoa and then like uh or when you're playing any any of the five thousand moments in galaxy where you go and you spin yourself on one of those orange things and you fly off and you can see all the planets it's and then magic. the star bits fly by and you get to point your wemo at magic. them to collect it it's like Ah, so good. And then Breath of the Wild. As soon as, as soon as you finish mm. that little s- slight tutorial area, mm. uh, uh, where you kind of you're leaving the, the even, stasis, even the and Great you Plateau, walk over and showing. Even the Great Plateau is one of the best tutorial areas. Period. You can it's, get lost in that one little part. Because it's not for hours. necessarily a tutorial. Exactly. It's more so like just an area. It's it's just another part of the game. Right. I love people. Uh, I love watching speedruns of that game. Dude. Nintendo games never lose their originality. That's true. Um, another Miyamoto quote, um, since since you saw this, since uh, you brought one, and this is one that I really really love, which is also goes to their their philosophy in making games. A delayed game is eventually good, but a rushed game is forever bad. Yeah. Just think about that for a second. Nintendo is not afraid to push back a game that needs it. Examples, Breath of the Wild. It got pushed back like three times. I think that one got pushed back to so they could have a Switch launch, though. I mean, yeah, there's that too, but also just to also improve on what they had. Metroid Prime 4. They announced that like a year or two ago, right? Then we had an, an announcement saying that they are going to scrap everything. Start right back up from, from, from the ground up because they weren't satisfied with the progress they were making. They brought in Retro Studios again, the original Metroid Prime developers. They are making sure this game can be as great as it possibly can. A- Animal Crossing New Horizons got a delay and everybody yes, it freaked, did. and then now it's like the most selling game on Switch. See, whenever yeah. whenever a game is gets delayed, whenever that announcement comes up, I, I'm never like, oh man, gosh, I want it now. That well, just means I, they have more time to improve. Well, I'm always like For that me. because I want to play it already. But I, right. I understand it because I also want to play a bad game. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's like uh, every single good game company seems to do that. I mean, Cyberpunk's yeah. delayed their game like uh, or CD Projekt Red's delayed Cyberpunk mm-hmm. like five times now. Uh, Last of, Final Last Fantasy Seven remake. A bunch. Halo Final Infinite. Fantasy. Halo Infinite got delayed to 2021. Yeah, and then you there have you and then you have examples of the games that aren't delayed. Like uh, No Man's Sky was the big one that really took a hit because it when it was released, it was very much an unfinished game. And they're like, yeah, we're gonna patch in stuff. Sure, so that we can finish. I remember. But I like, remember that conference. But nobody nobody plays it anymore. Yeah, like or barely anybody plays it yeah. anymore because <laughs> it, because when the game came out, it's just collect materials, fly to planet, collect materials, fly to planet. Same thing and nobody, over and over and over and over again. To do that. Yeah. Um, and a lot of a lot of the planets were like almost exactly the same thing, mm-hmm. and so pe- nobody really wanted to play that. Or mm-hmm. you have a, uh, I had it and then I forgot it. But there, there's just plenty of examples of games that like, they're they're pushed the pushed the release on time, and they're very clearly not done. Um, it's the the zomb- uh, that one zombie game, uh, the PS4 zombie exclusive game, Days um, Gone, Dying Light. That no. Um, you can like ride motorcycles and stuff. I forget what it was, but I see. I saw whatever it was. I saw clips. Daisy. No, uh, I saw clips of it. It was it was really unpopular game because it came out and it was buggy and horrible. Um, like the, I saw clips of people playing the game where like some dude's driving his motorcycle down a road and suddenly a horde of zombies just spawns. I know exactly on top what you're him. talking about. Seven, I know exactly what you're talking about. Seven days to die. No, it's a newer game. Oh, it okay. came out for the 360, right? No, it's just it's a PS4 exclusive. Oh, never mind. I'll pull, I'll pull it up. At Regardless, <laughs> I want to go back in time real quick. Since you know, uh, uh, I want to I want to talk about like the rush game is forever bad. Back in the day, back in the day, there was this game published by Atari, and it was a Steven Spielberg product. I think I know what you're talking about. This game was made, fully made, not fully, but it its entire like development process was five to six weeks. This game 
is called E.T. I watched the Netflix has a we, documentary. Yeah, we series. we watched that last night. Watched all of it. It's freaking great. But well, say the name of it for audience. Uh, high score on Netflix. What a great documentary series. Oh, I Joe and I were like goo goo gaga throughout the entire time, or at least I was. So doing the, I was goo goo gaga during the fighting game. <laughs> yeah, that was super cool. <laughs> but, literally drooling all over our roommate. I feel but, bad for the guy. But um, to get back to what I was talking about, yeah, that's a extremely rushed game. Uh, the guy who who developed that said that usually making a game takes about eight to nine weeks. Did this in five to six weeks? Yeah. Or, I'm sorry, no, eight to nine like months. Eight to nine months. He did this in five to six weeks. Yeah, it's just impressive that he got it out. He got it out, but I don't, I don't much but, mind that it's a turd. But it was like the worst game ever. It caused the video game industry to crash, to go right downhill. Like, guess who came in and saved? This freaking industry. Sega. No. Nintendo. Sega. Nintendo with Donkey Kong. Like the original Donkey Kong? OG Donkey Kong arcade cabinet. They came in. Everybody loved it. Everybody was like, oh, hey, look at this. You know? Video games they, can be good. They brought back the video game industry. They brought back the they shown they shunned the light to home consoles with the Nintendo Entertainment System. Well, I don't think ET could have killed the game industry though. But it did. Yeah, I, it, 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 it hurt it. close. It hurt it. But like when you have when you have the giants that were Atari, Nintendo, Sega, like that all made like great games or sometimes. Yeah, but Nintendo Sega didn't come until after Atari. Until like Atari had his big moment, but then until ET they were like they they bombed. They bombed so hard. Oh well, yeah, but what I'm saying because is they kept, they were they always, kept going through there were always philosophy. innovators, and people just love video games. There was always innovators. I don't think it would have died. No, see, after even after ET, they were making these games with this with a uh, with not great quality. They were they're going for quantity over quality, and that's what also was hurting them. So Nintendo was like, okay, hey, quality let, over let, quantity. Let us take let us take uh, the steering wheel. Let yeah. us drive. And now, they are, in my opinion, the greatest video game company of all time. I because just... it's not only about video games. They've been around for 131 years now. They were card games, vi- uh, toys, and, and just transitioning. They have experience when it comes to business. Loads of experience. And now, they're going through this whole new medium, and they're at the top. When you say that they're the greatest video game company of all time, I have to agree. They're not perfect. No, nobody's perfect. And that's why we have to bring it up when they make mistakes. Yes. We have to. That's fair. They the actually learn from them. They learn from them. Yes. Other companies do not. My 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 Microsoft, God bless them. <laughs> they're slow learners. Uh, yeah, I mean, and they're babies. They've only been around for like, what, 20-something years? I mean, but they did know to hire Rare for a beautiful game to see as thieves. So I give Microsoft a I, little bit of slack. Uh, please, I don't like Sea of Thieves. That's, like that's going to be another episode. Let's chill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, Rare yeah. was better when they were in Nintendo because we got amazing games like Banjo-Kazooie. Thank you, Grant Kirkle. Thank you, everybody at Rare, for this freaking amazing game. They got We got Perfect Dark. We got GoldenEye. We got um, so many games through Rare. Battletoads, I think. Yeah, Battletoads, which is another great beat-em-up game. Nintendo, regardless of aiming towards a uh, younger audience, like preteen, even even younger, they still like to... They still make sure that their older audience is satisfied. Yeah. You know? They're, they're, they're not trying to, like, live up to only their older audience, which is which they're, like, 30, 40 years old right now. No. They're staying in this nice little, nice little space, right? They sometimes go younger, sometimes they go older. You know, they they shift, but they usually know where 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 their audience lies, and they're masters at it. Zelda, we got uh, Link's Awakening, the remake, perfect game for the people who grew up with that game, and for the newer generation just experiencing it. Yes, it was a very cutesy art style, like toys and stuff and, and replicas or whatever they're called, but it still has that Zelda feel. That's Zelda magic, and that's, I think that's a great way to describe Nintendo. And, are, are and Chain Chomps canon the whole yes. Zelda world now? Yeah, but they're not called Chain Chomps. They're called something else. 
but they're train chops. Yeah, we know what they are. <laughs> we know what they are. There's Goombas <laughs> and Piranha Plants too, but that's not what they're called in universe. But regardless, Pro Nintendo, uh, one of those those tiny little flaws that just gets on my case is how Mario they are. Like that's their mascot. Oh, well, yeah, but it's like at least they have a mascot. PlayStation can't make up their mind, and Crash. and and that's not Pyro. their mascot. See, that's what I mean. They have multiple. Well, they have like the, six. Here's the thing: it's because Sony doesn't make games really. So yeah, they didn't start like a, that. Yeah, they didn't start like that. Sony is a media production. They yeah, Microsoft Sony also doesn't really shows. make games. Sony didn't come in. Yeah, on, but Xbox has a. Clear if it mascot. weren't for Nintendo, Sony wouldn't be uh, where it is right now when it comes to video games. Because Sony and Nintendo were supposed to partner up with the N64 um, uh, CD thing, right? The disc disc drive thing. But then Nintendo was backed out on that deal. So then that led Sony to be like, you know what? We're going to do this ourselves. And look how how great they did. The PS2 is uh, the highest selling video game system, period, right now. I know Switch is pretty insane and Wii is pretty insane, too. Switch is up there. If you want to talk about innovative, the Switch is the perfect example. Yes, we got started with the Game Boy, moving up to the DS, moving up to the Wii U, which was a prototype for the Switch, but now the Switch is a full-blown console that you can take on the go wherever you want. PlayStation, the closest thing they got to it was the PS Vita. Vita. Or, yeah, or the PSP as well, kind of? Uh, yeah. PlayStation. I've never seen a working PSP. There you go. There you go. <laughs> like, never. <laughs> like, the screen was always black. And the Switch is up there when it comes to sales. There's a lot of room for improvement with the Switch. There is. It's still still a a wee baby. Honestly, the only thing I know people get PS Vitas for is to play Persona 4. Okay. And and I think Persona 3 is on it as well. I don't know. But Persona 4. And then, because, I mean, that's the only place you can play it, I'm pretty sure. Uh, No, they released released Persona 4 on PC. I forgot. uh, Recently. But uh, up until that point, everyone was playing. <laughs> the The only reason I knew people got PS Vitas was to play Persona 4. Okay, see, that's for for a lot of people. Persona is not for everybody. You know, it, it's it's hmm. it's a beautiful game. It is a beautiful game, but again, not for everybody. But that's fair. That's fine. You know, there there are these audiences. Nintendo can just uh, uh, appeal to most of them. Yeah, and they have enough of a diversified roster yeah. of games to where yeah. like you don't you don't like Zelda, that's fine. You got Mario. You, you want to go like something Mario, more mature? That's fine. There's Metroid. Yeah, and then you don't like Metroid? Sure, play some Animal Crossing. You don't like any of those games? If you're a you just, Star Wars fan, and the closest thing they got is Star Fox. Boom. I guess. But they, there are Star Wars games on the Switch though. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying for an example. Yeah, yeah. Or like I'd just say sci-fi fan. But then sure, like right, right, right. then like uh if you if you're just like, man, I don't like video games because they're serious, they got these long winded plots, <laughs> I just want to play a game. WarioWare. Boom. Ah, Problem solved. WarioWare for Switch, please. <laughs> or just any of those mini game type games. This analogy might be cut, but I like to con- consider Nintendo to be like the X Men. When you think of the wow. X-Men, you think of their mascot, Wolverine. Okay. But if you ask a true X-Men fan, their favorite isn't Wolverine. Mm-hmm. There's Cyclops. Magneto, there's Cyclops, there's everybody. Yeah, and yeah, for yeah. every one of those franchises that Nintendo has, there's an X-Men. And there's a cult, like cult following to each. I like that. Like, I don't know. I'm not going to go into, like, who's who. Right, right, right. That's a good analogy. Star Fox is definitely Storm. <laughs> That's amazing. I love that. Yeah. Leave that in. You know what we won't leave in, though? Talking about how uh, Star Fox is like Storm. So you're saying that all the furries are into Storm? Oh, my God. I mean, she's she's married to Black Panther. Oh, oh, oh. Spoiler, sorry. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Nah. (laughs) I got Jared. (laughs) The best way for me to describe Nintendo, like the feeling it gives me whenever I play their, their games, it's magical. There's there's a certain Nintendo magic that cannot be duplicated, cannot be replaced, and I'm not getting emotional. You're getting emotional. <laughs> uh, yeah, I no Nintendo Nintendo. Like I grew up Nintendo. I always like to call myself an unofficial Nintendo representative because uh, literally any. Anybody I know who's like, man, I'm, I kind of wanted to get back into video games. What do I do? I, I just like get a Switch. 
if you or if you have like a Wii, GameCube, whatever, stick start playing that first, and then if you are really getting back into it, then get a Switch. But just kind of Nintendo. Nintendo has just games that, like, regardless of where you stand video game-wise, mm-hmm. there's some sort of game that you will enjoy playing. Um, they have something for everyone. Yeah. Like, my my brother is – he likes video games, but he's not really too into video games. The video games he plays are all, like, uh, shooters or story-based shooters. Um, very few games that sit outside of that. But then we'll go, we'll go and we'll sit down and, like, uh, we played a – Overcooked with the fam- with the family. Okay, he was super into it. Like he was like he was one he was one of the people who was like helping give direction with for the, the first family, time. like your mom and your dad too. Uh, it was me, uh, my brother, uh, my mom, and my dad, and then I think my sister was watching. Okay, but like your parents but were then, in like, it. Like we kind of switched seats. Yeah. Par- okay. See, that's and it was great. like it was a great fa- the Nintendo games also serve as great family mm-hmm. kind of bonding games too. Because mm-hmm. my mom was like, "Hey, you should you could play games with your friends a lot. You should try to find a simpler one that we could play as a family." And I was like, "Overcooked." And then we're playing Overcooked and we're loving it. I was thinking about getting Mario Party, but another Nintendo problem than are those sixty dollars price tags that never go away. Um, quality. The, the Switch, quality. the Switch Mario Party does not deserve to be sixty dollars. That's true. Liz, I don't like Mario Party anyway, so I don't uh, really, I can't really I, say much. Oh, I, can't I say love Mario, Mario Party. Party. Oh my gosh, Dude. Mario Party is like we haven't even talked about Mario Party this time. My, Mario Party is like one of the first Nintendo games that I like stuck with and grew up on because at the time uh, it, was, it was GameCube that we hadn't come out mm-hmm. yet, and uh, I didn't have Melee. And me and my friends were, like, super, super into just playing games together. The only Nintendo game I had that was a party game where you could have four to eight players was uh, Mario Party 7. And we played tons of Mario Party 7. It got to the point where, like, um, we we knew, like, the routes for all the maps. We mm. were... Uh, we knew the mini games. What fun- spa- what uh, miracle spaces did? What random yeah, exact- spaces did? Yeah, the the question mark spaces. All what that. What DK would do? What DK would do? Oh, we we knew the we knew the mini like we. I think there's a specific there was and I could just be misrecalling things because it was such a long time ago. But I think there's a specific way to tell when uh, Bowser is going to say uh, if it's if Bowser and Duck Young are going to say if it's a single player game or a double game before it shows the graphic. Mm. I don't remember, but I remember once it like it would show a single player game or we would know it was a single player game, and we'd all get like mad while the guy who was in the single player game is like, "I got this, let's go!" Or like when it's the Bowser game, we're all like hoping that it isn't the multiplayer one and it's the mm. single one, so we don't have to lose all our coins. And it was just like this environment where we're all like super excited and oh man there's there's nothing like that until like brawl came out i haven't like grown up with mario party i've just kind of recently got into it but like whenever i see it played i like oh i want to be in because it's so unforgiving you it's probably <laughs> you can screw someone else in that game probably more than any other game that i can think of oh yeah and there's Blow a away candy you yeah just jump to the space there's swamp them you can thwomp them. All the space, all the magnet spaces, where as soon as you walk on top of them, the effect happens, so you can't avoid it no matter what. Um, but my favorite was uh, one of the Mario Party games has a uh, has a map that's centralized on instead of uh, in, instead of going to get stars, everyone starts with stars and you just steal them. Yeah. And there's a lot of uh, items and abilities and games for stealing stars. It is the most competitive nature I have ever seen Mario Party be played or have I've ever played Mario Party everybody gets so mad and everybody's into it it's intense and like if you're not into it you lose you because lose. like if you're like if you start like not caring like oh, I already lose uh, like you lose and if you're like oh, I'm winning by a lot I don't need to worry you lose because because the leads are just destroyed because everyone targets the guy with the most stars and then ah uh, it's so so you see, this is the kind great. of things that we talk about with Nintendo games. We all have good memories. You might not like Mario Patty. You guys, but we do. you guys at home can't see us, but everybody in this room has a smile on their face. Mm-hmm. We definitely that's, do. That's something Nintendo can do without even trying. Oh yeah, it's, it's like because you recall those memories and they're mm-hmm. fun, and it's like I could go on about like my memories. Like I said earlier, Brawl, uh, one of my favorite games of all time, like. I can recall my memories playing that game forever, whether it's just playing the story mode or playing through the 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 local, like playing together against each other just so we can unlock characters, to the experiences doing that, to uh, me grinding out the game 100%. Like all that stuff is like, 
such great memories, and I could talk about it forever. You know something I want to touch on? What? The music. Nintendo's library of, of they video got their game own orchestra. music. Listen, Koji Kondo, one of the greatest composers of all time, even video game composers. Like, I'm not just talking about video games. I'm talking about period. Like, all composers. You know, and even, like, including oh, yes. John Williams. I don't care. Koji Kondo is freaking up there. And, you know, like, for me, right next to him is Grant Kirko. Hashtag shoutouts. Anyways, the music you hear in Mario games, the music you hear in Zelda, uh, Metroid, Star Fox, Pokemon, captures not only the respective franchises perfectly, you know, like the Mario uh, World 1-1 theme. That sums up Mario like that, you know, like, you know, just easily. Well, they're also so memorable. Like That's every, what I'm saying. That's every, what I'm getting to. Every game has its theme, and anybody who's played that game knows that theme. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody knows the Mario theme. Just about everybody can kind of pinpoint Zelda's, but not exactly, but they know what it sounds like. Yeah. You know? And then, like, even the specific games. Like, mm-hmm. uh, like I remember one of my friends, uh, he sent me a Snapchat of just him just... It was like one eighth speed of him, uh-huh. like super slow motion, and he's just bobbing his head to some music that's playing super slow. And as I'm kind of listening to it, I'm like, "Wait, you know man, what it is? This, this sounds familiar. You know what it is?" And then like, I I send the message back. I'm like, "Is that is that Mario Galaxy theme?" Uh-huh. And he's like, "I don't know. Yes, like, but like, it was one eighth speed. Like, it's yeah. so like it's how so, could like, you tell? It's so like deep pitched yeah. and so like slow and off tempo. Mm-hmm. But like, but you I know it." Like, this is like I watched the whole thing through, and I'm like, "This is this is it familiar." Yes, and it's like stuff like that. I'll go back and I'll listen to just Nintendo music. You pull up a random, I do that all the time. Random Nintendo song at any point. I, I remember do that all the time. I remember I pulled up the playlist I did. I pressed random shuffle, mm-hmm. and the first song I played was uh, it was it was one of the boss fights from one of the Donkey Kong Country games. Ooh, DK. Um, it. Like, it felt like, because uh, uh, based off the D- other mm-hmm. D&D episode, everyone knows I host D&D. This felt mm-hmm. like music I could put as, like, a boss battle when I'm running mm-hmm. a D&D game. And I, I, I saved it into my D&D folder so mm. I could keep that in mind. It was it was boss battle music, and it made you feel, like, suspense but also mm-hmm. playful because that's what Donkey Kong Country is. It's mm-hmm. like, it's like oh, shoot, I'm fighting a boss, but also, like, yeah, this is a fun game. <laughs> so And they capture the moments and the, the emotions yes. with their music very yes. well. You brought up um, orchestras. Or, or yeah, Nintendo has their own orchestra. Or I've been, I, I've said this before in, in Pokemon episodes. I've been to Pokemon Symphony Orchestra. I've been to the Legend of Zelda's Symphony Orchestra. I can't express how much being in those performances means to me. I still have my tickets for the Zelda. I don't know what happened to my Pokemon tickets, but I still have my Zelda tickets. And I really want to get them framed. It's it's. I got so I, I get so emotional when when I see a giant group of people listening, humming, singing to the same song, and it's 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 all it's all about interconnectedness. You know, everybody knows it. Everybody there, you have something in common with them. You know, there's something everybody can get behind. And there, you can't, you can't replace that. You can't get that anywhere else. Uh, Nintendo has this way of bringing people together. That, that I'm getting flabbergasted. Like I can't, <laughs> I can't fully ex, like explain it. But I, they, they, you know, they've mastered a game that I don't think they're a type of game that I don't think there's enough appreciation towards or games made for, mm. which is party games. Mm. Um, like it's. It's been such a long time that Nintendo's been making party games, yet no major game development company makes any good one. And then, like, the... the you can't replicate the, Mario Kart. Well, because everyone you know? everyone copies. Exactly. Which is which is what sucks. But then, like, you have actual people, like, like all the indie developers who know what they're doing and they'll make good party games. Mm-hmm. And Nintendo grabs that. All the mm-hmm. Jackbox games are available on uh, mm-hmm. Switch. The Overcooked is available on Switch. It's it, like when Nintendo sees a good party game, they immediately like snatch it up. They're smart. Yeah. They're smart. Because they're party, like sharks. Because, oh, man, party games, dude. Nintendo has got Nintendo's got it down, but especially with that, because Nintendo's big on just community and playing games together. And yes. I think, and they're the it's the only 
game company that on their system you can reliably get people together at your house and play a game together because mm-hmm. now everything's online and like mm-hmm. there's no real local co-op or split screen or whatever that mm-hmm. you can reliably do mm-hmm. i used to i used to go to my friends houses all the time and then we'd play smash bros then we'd play like golden eye and then we'd mm-hmm. play uh yeah yeah uh modern warfare one and all those games have a split screen where you can play locally kind of reliably if you choose like the small maps or whatever and it's a great time but then like nowadays you don't have that when my friend when i go to my friend's house and he has a ps4 i can't go yo let's play this game because like the the most people i can have in a game is if we were play like a fighting game like street fighter or mortal Kombat. but then that's just two people mm-hmm. and it's it's it, you can't capture that essence of just four to four to now eight people in the yeah. nintendo yeah. just having fun playing games to to just quickly wrap this all up, Nintendo is much more than just a company. It's much more than just video game producers or developers. It's for the fans, for the players, for the, the workers. It's I, I I see it more as like a family, a big big family that this you know yeah this one company has just brought together in some shape some form some certain type of way and you just can't get this anywhere else it's magical for sure and there is it's it's something you can bond over Mm -hmm. which is something that's great i've made friends simply off of playing smash bros Mm -hmm. or playing there you go uh overcooked there you go and i have shared experience i have memories of my friends of just playing Nintendo games. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, and it's like shared memories and like it's a lot of times my friends will even remember just like gameplay moments and it's just these things that like something you can't get back. Something you can't get anywhere else too. It's, it's such a strange, unique and fun way of yeah. bonding. Yeah. Alright, that's all the time we have for today guys. Thank you so much for joining us on another episode here on Rouse Dazzle. Make sure to let us know what you think of today's episode somewhere on the internet. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Razzle Show and on TikTok at Razzle underscore Dazzle underscore show. Make sure to tune in every Thursday on the Live 365 app Eagle Radio Station where we are live. We'll catch you on the next one. Do 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 do